Hi, love. You're going to walk away with some jewels today that you can apply to your life right away. My name is Felicia Goings, and I want to welcome you back to WordCat, where I get to bring you one positive word each week to help you win every day. Our one word focus for this week is love. Our anchor scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8 says, Love never fails. So in this week, we're learning how to activate the never losing power of God's love in every area of our life. Now, I laid the foundation for the week during the first episode yesterday in regards to how valuable you are and why God loves you so much. If you're new to WordCast, welcome. I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episode before joining us here. Today, I'm going to share some practical jewels to activate the never losing power of God's love in every area of our life. Now, we started the week with me telling you that it was imperative that we get more clear on just how much God loves us and how valuable you are. The revelations from God's word about love that we're going over have changed my life and they've positively impacted the lives of the people that I've shared them with from family to close friends. Anybody can read the Bible y'all but until you live it and experience it working in your life for yourself and your loved ones you won't truly know its power and it is my personal belief that revelation from God was required for me to truly understand his love. And I'm sharing a lot of those revelations with you this week. Many people have a hard time receiving love from God or they live in condemnation because of their past. They may be in a completely different place in their life now. And though they repented, a part of them just can't seem to get beyond what they did and they blame themselves. Now, it is absolutely right that we take responsibility for our own actions and our own life. But yesterday I shared a revelation that God gave me saying that some of the worst mistakes that people have made in the past, they had help doing it. The adversary, referred to as Satan or the devil in the Bible, was strategic in sending information, an unclean spirit, or a person to influence others to make a wrong choice, a choice that goes against what God said to do. Now, before we get to the jewels on how to activate the never losing power of God's love in our life, I want us to expose something that goes on in the spirit realm that influences people's decisions and causes them not to activate the never losing power of God's love in every area of their life. We need to know this so if an adversary ever tries to entice us again to do wrong, we'll be equipped with the word of God to stand against it. Now, yesterday I told you that we cannot properly talk about love without referencing Christ. But Satan in the kingdom of darkness has worked overtime to discredit the reality and work of Christ and keep people blind to the truth so they won't believe. I'm telling you, as sure as water is wet, this has a direct effect on people's understanding of God's love and who God is in their life. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 says, For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 says, For the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the unbelievers, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, the Messiah, who is the image and likeness of God. I have a question for you. Why would anyone want to blind you to the light of the gospel or the glory of Christ? Why would anyone want to keep you from truly knowing and seeing Jesus? Because the measure of God's love for you can be seen in what he gave up to have you. 
It is seen in Christ. And when you are able to see Christ for who he really is to you, you will want to submit your life to him. You will want to make him Lord. You will want to believe and not doubt. You will want to walk in love more and believe and trust in his promises. For example, when you walk into a completely dark room, all you see is darkness. If you keep walking, you may bump into some things and not know what they are. But after the light is turned on, you can now see exactly what was in the room. Metaphorically speaking, our lives are that way. God, in his great love for us, has already made every good thing we could ever want available for us. He's already made Christ available for every person. He's already made love available for every person. But the reason why so many people are not walking in the goodness of God and the love of God, believing in Christ and possessing all that he has made available for us is because they can't see it. It's not that they don't want it. They don't know where it is. They cannot see. It's like being in a room full of everything you need, but the light is off and you're bumping into the very things that you've been praying for, but you don't recognize it as such because it's dark and you can't see. So before you get upset at a loved one for not believing like you believe or for not loving God like you love God, remember this, they probably haven't seen what you've seen. Because according to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the unbelievers, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, the Messiah, who is the image and likeness of God. But you as a believer can do something about that. I don't know if you've listened to the WordCast episodes on offense, but I encourage you to listen to them if you haven't and listen again if you have. See, you have the power to express love for those in your life who are in darkness by using your authority against the enemy that has blinded them. You have the power to do that. Luke chapter 10 verse 17 teaches us that demonic spirits are subject to us in the name of Jesus, meaning that they do what we say. So I want you to use this simple but effective prayer for your loved ones who may seem to be blind in a particular area of their life right now. Say, I break the power of Satan over and call that person's name. I command every demonic spirit hindering their life to go now. Leave them in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I release this person to you. Have your way with them and do your perfect will in their life. In Jesus name. Amen. Y'all, I'm telling you that prayer is simple, but it is effective and it is powerful. So feel free to pause the episode and write the prayer down so you can speak it over each one of your loved ones who may be blind in a particular area of their life right now. Now, after you say that prayer over them, anytime you think about them in the days and weeks to come, just continue to speak life and declare the word of God over them like they're already walking in the light of God's love and truth. And eventually, I believe you will see that a change has come in their life. Now, let's continue moving forward towards how to practically activate the never losing power of God's love in every area of your life. Once again, our anchor scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8 says, love never fails. This means that anything not done in love is susceptible to failure immediately or eventually if you don't stop, repent, and position yourself in love. But how do you do that? 
How does a human being activate the never losing power of God's love in their life? Number one, you decide to do it. You decide that you're going to walk in love with people and walk in love with yourself no matter what this week. You make a decision. And let me tell you right now, it's not always easy to do it. I mean, if you would have seen me yesterday, you would have been like, Felicia, you need to go back and listen to your WordCast episode. I was tired and fatigued and my tolerance level was at like a negative two. I called my mom to get some comfort and I told her how I was feeling. She was like, remember to walk in love. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're listening to the WordCast episodes. I wanted you to pet me up right now. But guys, it's a real thing. You know, there may be days where you've been on the go. You've been fulfilling your purpose with God, but you get tired. And, you know, maybe your tolerance level is different. So you feel differently and certain things come up. And maybe you're not as patient as you ought to be with someone. Or maybe you don't say something as kind as you should say it. But I am telling you, just like I said, you got to stop. You got to repent and you got to get back in a position of love. I'm like, I will not go into recording this second episode before I stop, repent and make sure that I'm in a position of love. And thanks be unto God. It only takes a few seconds. But I'm telling you right now, every day with God is a good day. But there will be days where you have opportunities not to walk in the never losing power of his love. And that is the moment where you decide that you're going to do it anyway and if you don't do it perfectly you decide that you're going to stop you're going to repent and get back in a position of love you have the power to make that choice the same way the enemy tries to send spirits and information and other negative things against people to cause them to make a wrong choice God's Holy Spirit is here with us to influence us to make the right choice So how do you activate the never losing power of God's love in your life? Number one, the first step is you decide to. You decide that you are going to live a life of love. And then number two, one of my favorites, I've grown to love it. You practice it. You decide and then you practice. First John chapter three, verse 18 says, let us not love in words or speech alone, but in deed and in truth. So when you practice a dance routine, you don't just stand there in the mirror and call out all the moves of the routine. No, you do them. You practice the moves. In the case of 1 John chapter 3 verse 18, it's telling us to love in deed and in truth. It's saying to put love into practice from a sincere heart. It's okay to tell people that you love them. Words are powerful, but just make sure that you practice and demonstrate the love also. This doesn't mean that you have to buy someone a gift every day. No, it means that if you are having a disagreement with someone, instead of yelling at them at the top of your lungs, you remain respectful and you speak to them the way you would speak to God if he was standing right in front of you in their shoes. Matthew chapter 25 verse 40 says, and first of all, let me just say everything that I talk about on WordCast, you know, if it ever comes across as like, oh man, this is a correction, whatever the case may be, please understand that I got the correction first. So I'm not like talking to people as if I have lived perfectly and I have it all figured out. I have so much content to share on WordCast because I didn't have it all figured out. And God had to correct me and teach me and lovingly show me the right ways to do things and how to say things. And I'm still learning and I'm still growing. And it has been an amazing ride. And I appreciate the work the Holy Spirit has done on the inside of my heart. 
And I appreciate having the never losing power of God's love active in my life. And I just want to see it active in your life too. Now back to the scripture I was about to share. Matthew chapter 25 verse 40. It says, whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So anytime you're walking in love with someone, anytime you choose to say something a different way so you can be more loving, or you choose to go out of your way and make a different choice so you can be loving towards someone else, it's like you're doing that to God. So even if a person doesn't appreciate you right now, or you're working at a company, or you're in a a particular group, or something where, you know, you're walking in love with people, but it doesn't seem to be acknowledged in a a very uh, big way, just know that God sees you. That's what it's all about. God sees us. God knows our heart. So in order to activate the never losing power of love in your life, you must first decide to operate from a place of love. Then practice it from a sincere heart. Here's some examples of what practice looks like. If you know your friend had a rough week juggling a hectic schedule and you have to pass by her house before getting home, pick up her favorite takeout and drop it off to her and her family on your way home. Pick up the newspaper at the end of the elderly neighbor's driveway and walk it up to the door for them. Y'all, there are so many ways, small ways, they really go a long way with people to practice love in our everyday life that we would never run out of options. The more you put love into practice, the more it will become the nature that you operate from. This understanding is applicable to every area of your life. Let's take something wonderful such as prayer, for example. It can seem like prayer is a spiritual and biblical thing. There's no way to have a bad prayer life, right? Well, if your prayers are not rooted in love, that is the formula for a bad prayer life. God does not look on the outward appearance of things as man does or the eloquent way you're able to pray and say your words. God looks at the heart. So even if you're not an articulate person, all you have to do is just be sincere in your heart. God understands exactly what you mean by your words. Just be sincere. Just be yourself with the Father. Be conversational with him the same way you would talk to a friend and pray and speak from a place of love. Y'all, I only got through half of the content and revelations to share with you for this episode. So I'm going to put a pin in it right now and just go over a few key takeaways so we can have time to do our decrees. But come back for tomorrow's episode. It's going to bless you really good. All right, key takeaway number one, our word focus for this week is love. Our anchor scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8 says, love never fails. And so this week, we're focused on activating the never losing power of God's love in our life. But how do you do that? That brings us to key takeaway number two. You decide. That's the first step. You make a decision to live a life of love. Key takeaway number three, then you practice. You practice love in your everyday life. And if you don't do it all the way right sometimes, you stop, you repent, and you get back in your position of love. Now let's declare love over ourselves and win this day. Repeat after me. Love never fails. The never losing power of love is active in my life. I wake up to a God who is excited about me and I thank Christ. The never losing power of love is active in my life. Because of this, I prosper in all I set my hands to. Love never fails me and love will never fail you. The never losing power of love is active in my life. 
a valuable asset, and I thank Christ. My name is Felicia Goings, and I want to thank you so much for joining me on WordCast. Be sure to stay tuned all week, Monday through Friday. Subscribe to WordCast, share the episodes, like them, leave me comments. I appreciate you tuning in. I want to remind you that one positive word can change your life and cause you to win every day.